Welcome to This Week in 40K, 40K. your daily dose of all things Warhammer 40,000. 40, Each day, Monday through Friday, we explore the Warhammer 40,000 tournament scene and bring you the latest news, updates, and opinions. We'll be diving into the latest developments in the 40K tournament community, discussing results from events, new releases, and upcoming events, and interviewing some of the biggest names in the world of Warhammer 40,000. So, whether you're a seasoned veteran or a newcomer to the hobby, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us as we delve into the world of 40K. Here's your host, Mufasa. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by Vic Vijay. Vic, you're our first guest on the podcast. Obviously, a well-known name in the 40K scene, but why don't you just give us a little bit of background about who you are, your role in 40K, and how long you've been playing, all that jazz. Hey, Zach. It's a joy to be here. Thank you very much for having me. My name is Vic Vijay. I have been playing 40K for about six years now, but really jumped into the competitive scene over the last two to three years. Um, I had a really good season last season, uh, coming in second in the global ITC rankings. And I play for a team called Dice Down, which is a group of 10 players based around the UK. Um, we're all competitive players and we're good friends. And I also run a podcast called Fireside 40K. Yeah, well, uh, that's a really good point, right? You just said you run a podcast all about competitive 40k you came second in the world last year and with the season just wrapped up what are your sort of inflection points going into the new season any aspirations reflections on the last season give us a bit of an overview about what your plans are for the future yeah, I mean, last year was a really interesting one for me because it's kind of like my knowledge and understanding of the game really came together last year. Um, all my experience added up to my results last year. And um, I'm in a position now where I feel like I'm quite an experienced player. Um, I know a lot of the community. Obviously, I don't know everyone, but, you know, uh, this is an important part of my life now. And I think competitive 40K this year is still going to be a big part of things for me. Um, I have joined the WTC England team this year, so teams is going to be a new aspect of my 40k, but I'm still planning to do a lot of the singles events as well. Uh, any of the UKTC events that I can attend, I will try to attend, and hopefully, you know, I can still put up a good performance this year as well. Well, that's certainly exciting stuff. Teams formats are obviously on the rise in the UK with the Birmingham team tournament estimated to be uh, around the 500 player mark this year, which makes it i think the second biggest team tournament in the world after talavera in, in spain nice. uh, but we'll get on to some more of the upcoming events stuff um a, a bit later on um before we get into that i was just uh like to linger a little bit more on the itc from last year the mm -hmm. itc going into this year so um for anyone that hasn't listened to it yet you have a podcast called 40k fireside and you've just done a episode all about the lvo which as everyone knows is the finale of the itc season but you were quite critical of it. Um, it seemed like your criticisms were fairly well balanced. So I encourage everyone to take a listen to that. But I was wondering if you could expand a little bit on the differences you see between, for example, the American-led ITC meta and the stuff we do in the UK over here at the UKTC. 
So um, to give a bit of context, this is my first time attending LVO. I attended with my teammate, David Gaylard, who also um, hosts 40K Fireside with me. And this was his second time attending. So we had a little bit of different experience there. Um, I went in with a very different perception of what the event would be like, because actually I felt people weren't as critical of it as potentially I was critical of it this year um, from, from, there, from the previous year. So I didn't really know what I was expecting. Looked through the rules pack and things were done in a slightly different way. Now, I've seen the 40K competitive environment change in the UK over the last three or four years, and I've seen things improve, the quality of events, UKTC being kind of the, the main pivot for that, where organization, competitive terrain, and uh, kind of good communication is a key aspect of competitive 40K. Now, I didn't really get the same kind of experience um, at the event I attended in America at the Las Vegas Open. And I was um, maybe a little bit salty, a little bit critical in the podcast, just because I had some expectations. It was, in my mind, the finale of the season. This was my chance to, you know, maybe try and, and win the uh, the rankings, uh, come first in the world. And I was a little bit let down with the quality of terrain, the poor communication. A lot of the terrain sets weren't actually in the rules pack. So um, I kind of all culminated in that. I mean, we go through it in great detail in the, the po latest podcast episode, but the, those points are the things which I feel are very different in terms of quality between the UK TC events and the particularly the frontline gaming events. I'm not sure if all of them are like that, but the Las Vegas Open definitely had some, some differences in quality compared to the UK events. Yeah, and I think this really highlights a point, which is in the UK, we're trying to push the boundaries of the game as it's played as a competitive endeavor trying to take things to a high quality but a high standardized quality throughout all of our events and this is very hard to achieve if you have say four or five different sets of terrain because ultimately you have to achieve balance four or five different times it's 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 not just an amplification of the work but it actually gets harder each time you try to iterate it because obviously you've already used up all the good ideas you had before so it's very much a case of if you are from the mindset of standardization then we can create some sort of sense of balance in the game. And what I found interesting from your comments was when I relayed them and had discussions with some of the parties that were involved in the organizational side of things at Frontline Gaming, because I have personal relationships with them all, they seem to think that um, not all standardization is a good thing. Whereas in the UK, our view generally is that standardization is a good thing if you're standardizing at a high quality mark. So... Um, I think that's really the the key differences there. But you really touched on a lot of good points in terms of um, how they are different. And one of the things that you mentioned was that the ITC and the LVO was the highlight of the season, the end of the season. And we have a new event being announced recently, the mm -hmm. 40K World Championships. What are your initial views on the 40K World Championships? It's obviously being run by Games Workshop. They had a sort of prelude to it last year with the grand finale in November. So have you had any initial thoughts on this? How prominent is this in your 40K thinking? So I've noticed over the, the past year or so that the kind of quality of competitive 40K has significantly improved to the point where I think the game could be getting close to the stage where it can almost be like an eSport, where there are people competing at a very high level 
the emphasis on sportsmanship and playing the game in the right way makes for slightly more entertaining things to watch as well. So I'm quite excited that Games Workshop is jumping onto the competitive side of things here properly in, in a way that kind of introduces an invitational event, bringing together the best players. Obviously, this is the first year that something like this is going to happen. But if you imagine five years down the line, this, these kinds of things are the seeds which make uh, kind of big things happen in games. So I think this is a good starting point, And I'm very excited to see what they uh, what they actually do with it. And of course, you've won a few of our events in the past. Now, on Friday, they announced that not only will the LGT obviously have a invitational spot for the Games Workshop World Championships, but indeed all of our events will. We're the only event organizer, event organizer in the UK that has a ticket for every single one of our events. So if you Vic, win one or two or maybe <laughs> nice even one. three of our events uh, coming up this year, we'll be sending you over to America free of charge, hotel, flights, all paid for to participate in that, as will anyone else who wins one of our super majors this year. So if you haven't got a ticket yet to Southampton, that will be your first chance to win a spot in the 40k World Championships. Oh, um, wild. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's as you say, it's the seed of, of big things to come. And uh, we applaud Games Workshop for taking the lead on this. Um, speaking of taking the lead, we launched UKTC with the goal of um, promoting the UK's tournament scene, um, both at a high level in terms of LGT and other prominent events, but also at the low level of um, local events and, you know, eight-man RTTs and trying to integrate all of these together. Um, where does the UKTC, in terms of a ranking, uh, fit into your aspirations for success in 40K? Is winning the circuit a uh, more prominent goal for you than winning a high-profile event like the LGT or LVO? Or are you more focused on rankings? Where, where, whereabouts are your priorities in, in the 40K scene? So I would have answered previously that it's just each individual event. Like winning a super major is an insane achievement, in my opinion. Um, uh, like even winning a major or GT is big achievements here. So like each individual event was the priority. But then over time, like I am actually competing pretty well in the ranking systems, whichever ranking system you use. And that adds a little bit of incentive. It lets you kind of plan a pathway. Do you want to be best in faction in certain things? So I think it goes hand in hand. And I think the UKTC ranking system, you know, and the ITC ranking system kind of work in a similar way. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what happens with ranking systems. Uh, I mean, there's rumors abound that, you know, J Games Workshop will make their own ranking system. What will happen with CRS and ELO rankings and stat check? So it'll be really interesting. Have you got any changes planned with the UKTC ranking or same as last year? The big changes in the UKTC rankings from when we originally set it up is that it went from a four event ranking system to a six event ranking system. So that took previously took your four best events of the year now we've got up to six um obviously those of us that are keen on events tend to attend you know maybe one a month so 12 events total but the vast majority of people are still attending around once every two months or once every quarter so we felt like six was a good balance mm -hmm. to reward both people that were coming to events all the time but also to allow people that come to events less frequently to still get a full score that's the main change um lgt will still be the finale of the uktc season we're keen to keep it separate from um, both the GW circuit schedule and the ITC schedule. But uh, that does bring us to the end of our chat. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, say or shout out before we sign off for the day? 
No, that's it, Zach. Thank you for your hard work. And I look forward to another great UKTC season. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Vic. Uh, if anyone wants to check out uh, more of what you do online, they can find you at the 40K Fireside podcast on podcast podcast platforms and YouTube. And if anyone wants to uh, potentially play you, you're going to be at pretty much all of our events coming up, including the LGT. Is that right? That's right. You'll see me everywhere. <laughs> Excellent. So if you need an LGT ticket, you can get yours from Friday, February 24th at 2 p.m. from lgtpresents.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to This Week in 40K. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to find out more about what we talked about today or to get in touch with us, be sure to visit our website at www.twi40k.com. We would also really appreciate it if you would help us spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform and recommending us to all your gaming buddies. And of course, don't forget to subscribe for more great content from This Week in 40K. We'll be back next week with even more news, updates, and opinions from the world of Warhammer 40,000. Until next time, thanks for listening.